We are live. We are live. Welcome to Live in the Podcast. I am your host, Chief Skills. My co-host, Laura, is going to pop up on this thing here in a second. Blessed with no stress. Happy that y'all are here. Without y'all, we wouldn't have nothing to do. And with y'all, we got everything to do to enlighten the crew. Let's go. Let's go, 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 go. Let's get it. There she is. There it is. Now it's about to catch up. So excited. Laura in the house. Laura in the house. Yeah. Let's go. Let's try to ping some people in here as well. Laura is in the building. Queen Laura, how are you, Queen? Oh, your baby's good too. Oh, let me see. Let me see some. Let me see. Oh, oh, Laura's babies are doing magnificent. Oh, oh, wow. Strong, healthy. Look at you. Nice green throughout. Go ahead. Real can of mama right now, there. Do I have to start bending it over now? Um. You know what? I talked with Caleb and we got some things we want to do with you that he he wants to instruct you on. So I've already got you set up with him soon. So don't even oh, really? worry about. It. Yeah, he's he, you know, he's a he, he's great at what he does. So, yeah. Me me you'll be talking offline. So I've already got you set up because you're you. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I got you. Chosen what up? What up everybody? You okay? Right. Real so talk. I, I want to get like, some good feelings in my body first. I'm with you. Let's get it. Let's get to it. Ain't nothing to it but to do it, Lord. We in this thing. Okay. <laughs> well, Lord, I'm okay, proud. So, unfortunately, last week, yeah. uh, despite the fact that we were having some great stuff happening <laughs> and talking about it, somehow <sighs> Instagram, huh? Hmm. Hmm. There's always a police officer within reach. Exactly. Who is going to take you seriously most of the time? Yeah. So uh, I just wanted to get that out of my mouth first. Talk your talk. And then, 
talk, yo, talk. Ladies, you know, I'm looking at you, um, uh, and I wanted to talk about how Tulsa even became what they termed Black Wall Street. Right. Because there are people already living there, and uh, these indigenous people basically had no choice, but they were evicted from the land that they've been living on for 10,000 years. Right. And you know, real quick, Laura, you know when you say about 10,000 years, the intriguing part about what you're saying right there, if you put it together, um, that, and, 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 you know, with me, with me knowing what's going on with, uh, you know, you know, Hapla groups and heritage and things, well, we was already doing trading, already bartering trades, right? 10,000 years ago. And they said, obviously from Africa, we were feeding the world. We knew this is Turtle Island because this was like an island in Africa, right? So they were already, like you said, indigenous humans that have been here that have already been trading throughout, you know, doing stuff all the way throughout this time period for 10,000 years. You, right, right. You, I just, that 10,000 makes so much more sense and a difference to where you can't even compare apples to oranges, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like they had uh, an entire sophisticated culture. No doubt. Uh, so, it, yes, but they were... Um, forced by the gun, by the end of a gun, to move. Yep. And then uh, then the people who forced them off the land realized that they had a bit of a problem because this land was now unoccupied and they were worried about, like, squatters. Uh-huh. Uh, so um, it, it solved a couple of problems because, again, this is 1921. Yeah. And we just finished having a First World War. Yep. Set, okay, set this, so in a pandemic, and, and this time, did y'all hear the key word? She just said, yeah. she's setting the scene right now. Listen. Yeah. So, and on top of that. Don't that sound familiar? Um, black men were fighting in the First World War in Europe. No doubt. Side by side. Yeah. In the U.S. Army. And they were off, they were professional soldiers in this army. And the, the feeling of self self worth and and being treated uh, equally in the the sense that they were all in the trenches together dying. Yeah. Um. And they they had this like a self actualization process where when they came back they were treated like poor sharecroppers. It's like wait a minute. Yeah. I just <laughs> did. I just did what. <laughs> I just did what, what for, for for the country, right? And the first person yeah. to die, the first person to die in a, in, in a soldier uniform is black in America. They they won't bring that up because obviously facts are facts, and they know that this is all true to be fact. But why would you not even bring that up? Like the first person to die for the country, black person. Oh, okay. So so now so now imagine if you said about the war, you know they're fighting in the war, um, and you said these are professional soldiers. Imagine in a war though. Because me knowing my DNA, imagine in a war, you're literally, like how Laura said along in our um, 1812 talk, if you go back to that, when she said fighting brother and brother, uh, cousin and cousin, like, so if you're in America, imagine being brought here, right? And then some generations later, you fight your cousin, you fight your father, you fight that person. You kill this person, right, on the battlefield, because that's war. But imagine knowing somebody that you literally killed, that you grew up with, something that brought you into this world. Like, how alarming is that to think? Because that's not... 
generational wise, that's not too far removed from what happened, happened, right? And how we're discussing this. And that's why I commend you, Laura, on setting the scene because the way you just said that was they come home from World War One a month, and then you said there's a pandemic, right? And then to go back even further, like just real quick, go back to 1877, the people in Lexington, Kentucky was like, for $5, send the blacks to Kansas, right? So that 40 acres and a mule type shit was kind of, you know, essentially right over there. A lot of people from Black Wall Street will tell you. No, that was, that, was, that was true. And what you just said, come home to being a poor sharecropper, right? Also a mistreatment, colored hair, white hair, right? Exactly, exactly. And uh, this whole uh, uh, group of young black men who have, who are now saying, wait a second, we're soldiers. We just came back from fighting in the worst war. That part. The first, the first global war. And you're going to come back and you're going to tell me that I'm not allowed to make any money because I'm nothing more than a slave. What? Yeah. I don't think so. And this was destabilizing the South, and the South was getting a bit upset because all of these returning veterans, they couldn't really prosecute because what are you doing, like, messing with the vets? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the, uh, you know, the, the federal institutions like the Army were like, you can't, like, fuck around with vets, yo. They get, they get their pensions. Right. Come on now, tell okay. the truth. And uh, so in order to kind of uh, maintain the status quo of basically uh, the racist white institutions that ruled the South politically, they decided to give all of these vets a lot of great land and business opportunity, whatever they wanted, if they went to somewhere that was empty, quote, empty. Right. um, and that was Oklahoma, because they're like, yeah, if we like move all of the black people mm-hmm. into the more of the center of the country, then we can maintain our power of control of the South. Yeah, and and, and the key point with that too, what you're saying that is is like, um, so they're they're setting up, life is going great. Uh, they, they they so now now we're we're in um, uh, Black Wall Street essentially. We got a whole bunch of black own stores little stores but a whole bunch of us own a whole bunch of different type of stores right and and it just was it was thriving we had our own black newspaper everything was great yeah like i, I think that uh, calling it black wall street is almost like inaccurate it's more like black silicon valley right tell the more truth like yeah because it's wall street is more of a more of a broad term because like like you said Silicon Valley like that is honestly where where I'm at with it because how innovative were you at this time knowing everything's against you but utilizing everything to the best of your ability right man that's blessing Absolutely. my people determined Absolutely. and having that entrepreneurial spirit in order to be an entrepreneur to build a business from an idea to a reality yeah creativity it takes uh, you know, um, uh, determination and self, uh, self feelings of self worth. But yep. you can't start a, a, a small business based on I feel insecure about myself. Nah, you just can't do that. that so that's why I think that Tulsa was so amazing because it had so much entrepreneurial spirit yes. rather than say big banks trading derivatives of stocks and right. It wasn't that sort of high finance. It was on the ground, 
entrepreneurial shit. On the ground. So, yeah, so it was really an amazing center. Um, and who knows, like, 100 years of development, who knows what have come out of Tulsa if yeah. it had been allowed to Man. Um, prosper. And just, you know, from in between the time of me and you talking and uh, me being in touch with my family a little bit better, I just spoke with my cousin last Thursday, and uh, he explained to me that his, his uh, aunt that just, well, she didn't just, but she passed earlier, I'd say probably around 2008-ish, but he was like, you know, she was a survivor, bro. You know you know that she was a survivor of that. I was like, he's like, right. He's like, your DNA, mom DNA, our family. He's like, we, we a part of that. He's like, um, and this is the second cousin to come to me, not the... Not the one I, not the other one. This is the second one to come to me. I mean, him, we've connected on Facebook since and everything else. But just hearing him talk, just the livelihood in his voice, just how he was like, you know how strong she was, man? He was like, bro, he's like, I'm just so proud, you know, that, that you reached out to me. He said, because a lot of people don't really reach back. I'm like, we've been talking about you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so, if, if he wants to come and talk, I, I would be honored. To oh, yeah, that. I told him. I told him I was like, I gotta get you on here, man, and and, and I'm pretty sure he's he's definitely gonna be open to doing it. But you know, just that grit and that and that, um, you know, irony of everything is, you know, he's they, they're still in Tulsa. Uh, him and his him and his wife are, but he was just explaining that you know I'm from, you know, his family would have, you know, this is a different time period, eight kids, and then he would have uh, eighteen kids and another set of family. So it just was, now that explains why my. Uh, DNA is definitely different. Like I get it, and I'm just so proud to be a part of uh, American history that they deny, that they try to take from us. How, you know, not only did you try to wipe us out, you know, some of us still survive. But I always wanted to talk about, you know, the mass graves. Like, why, why haven't that been brought up? How come a lot of that still ain't even unburied yet? Like, and you had a chance to give them reparations for everything you did, and they said, uh, "We'll give you a golden medal, a little gold pennant." That's all they got. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and to me, I, I think that the it's drastically underestimated how many people died. So, Laura, real quick, we got to go through what happened the day of from the elevator. Okay. Bow. So, May thirty. Sorry, y'all. We just we just be passionate, y'all. We be passionate. It's my girl right here. Oh, I know. I know. It gets me so riled up. Honest to God. And my family's okay. in it. Like for me to know that my family's in it, it's like you know oh. what? You a part of something bigger than you. You know. Yeah. Okay, so it starts off, as all fucking drama seems to. Yeah. Starts off with a white girl screaming. Yep. Uh, turns out that there was a, um, I, I don't know if it was a department store or something. I think it was like one of those like multi-storied uh, buildings. Right. An elevator operator. And there was a shoeshine boy, and these are, you know, two teenage kids, okay? So the shoeshine boy, I think, was 17, and she's the elevator operator, um, mm-hmm. and she was in her teenage years. I think she, I think they she was 17, he was 19. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I knew that they were teenagers. Yeah, right. I just, I remember there's a two-year disparity. I remember that part, so that's what triggered oh, okay. that. That's what triggered that, yep. Sure. Um, and he was a shoeshine boy. And there was only one colored bathroom in that building because colored people weren't allowed to pee in the same places that other people who are white. Yeah. So um, he had to go to the colored bathroom. And in order to get to the colored bathroom, 
you had to use the elevator. Mm -hmm. So I can imagine that these two young people knew each other. It is pretend, you know, it's pretty feasible if they worked in the same place. Right. You know, so I, I don't think that this woman was, shall we say, naive that there were black people in the world. Correct. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Correct. Correct. <laughs> you see them in the elevator like every day. Yeah, sure. Exactly. Um, and uh, on this particular day, on May 31st, this young lady uh, screamed while this young man was in the elevator. And there's like a whole bunch of like different scenarios for how this occurred. Yeah. Some say he tripped into the elevator. Some say, you know, it could have been a bee or something. Well, whatever happened, right. this young white girl screamed. There is no indication that this young man touched this girl, said something to this girl. Nothing has ever been said or proven or written about how this woman came to scream with this young man in the elevator. Yeah. But that was enough for him to run away because of course you would. Hell yeah. Of course you would. I mean, either you die instantly or you try to like survive real quick. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Exactly. You know what I mean? So he, he ran away to save his own skin um, for no reason other than as we noticed in um, uh, Arkansas, when that lawyer stood up in front of the judge and said, all black men are presumed guilty. Yep. So, of course he's running away. Hell he yeah. Is, he is captured, and he is basically going to be lynched based on this white girl's scream. Laura, keep talking. I'm getting my lighter. Keep talking. Okay. So, uh, this young man is taken to prison and word on the street happens fast because they're saying that there's a young black man who's in a jail mm -hmm. that did something to a white girl and they wanted to lynch him and the black so, so while 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 he's at the jail the courthouse um yes the mob assembles right so you, you got the, you got the, the mob officer, assembling yes because and Mind you, the sheriff, the sheriff decided to, okay, you're going to be, you're going to act in deputy. You're acting deputy. So just handed out badges to his friends and, and to the KKK who helped, who already had mobs. So that's why they call it a mob because some people aren't necessarily KKK members, but you're going to be a part of the mob. You want to kill black people? Then you're, you're, you're part of the mob. That's what happened. Yes. Well, uh, you know, there was a huge, huge KKK membership in Tulsa at the time. Yeah. And the sheriff basically went around and deputized every white guy he, he came across. Yep. And uh, while this was happening, while this mob is being assembled in the white neighborhoods, the black veterans were like, you are not going to lynch a young black man right. because this girl screamed in a fucking elevator. Right. And they're like, you, if something happened, we're going to go through the law. And so they assembled around with their guns and were like, you are not lynching this kid. Yeah. 
Now, mind you, now mind you, they've been free and living there for the longest, doing their own thing, having a normal. There's zero problems at this time. So if you don't stand up, then something wrong with that picture. So you're supposed to definitely stand up. Like this is one of ours. Like he lets to go through the process and see how it works. But instead of the sheriff being who he's supposed to, he nope. You're a sheriff. You're a deputy. You're a deputy. we got to go kill him right now. Damn. Yes. And uh, then, gee, what's going to happen when there are two impassioned groups of men with guns in their hands? And these people are deputies, so they're going to already feel that they're better than you. Period. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Period. Exactly. So... And, and mind you, but Laura, when we say they feel like they're better, we're talking about people that are just, free, like, you can be a de- like, no training at all. Just seriously, you're one now. Just saying that. Yeah. And go so, kill black people. Yeah. And, and like that, it was basically it's a uh, a community badge. Yeah, community badge. Yeah. And, and feel free to kill some black people because we're gonna show them what's what. That part. Uh, and it, it's almost like, ooh, this is something that I've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Like you know. Almost like uh, a safari. Oh, perfect. Right, right. And all of the resentment that is like, okay, the black part of town is making more money than my On white top of that, yeah. I'm going to show them. Like, like how you got that much hatred in your heart? Like, how the fuck you just going to just hate if you like, that's what's up? So people got to realize when you hear certain slogans and you hear motherfuckers saying like, make America great again and all this other shit, you got to realize, bro, on some real shit, they was saying that shit Back when they was killing niggas. And I ain't finna act like that shit wasn't, you know, happening. And they were saying that shit. That was their slogans then. So now you gonna tell me a hundred years later, you feel me like, oh, he he doesn't mean that though. Man, ain't no, man, quit playing with me, bro. My, my, my people died. Like, that was my aunt that survived. I don't know how many of my people were lynched and killed and shot. I don't even know yet. So I'm waiting on my family to enlighten me on that part still. So imagine that. So you got me fucked up. You think I'm finna accept any of this fuckery? Like, no, no. It happened. It happened. What my family members tell me? It happened, bro. Like, ain't no way around this, bro. Like, this some shit y'all gotta own up to. But then not to still make it right. I don't understand. Then justice is just gonna stay here like that. Like the whole president in there, he know exactly what the fuck going on. He know what all this shit yeah. done happen. Where's you at, bro? Like, ain't none of y'all presidents gonna change this shit? Like, what kind of shit is that? This shit really happened. Yes, and I'm sure there's going to be more mass graves that will be uncovered. That's what I'm saying. I probably got family that's buried right now that's there uh, outside of there from, from Arkansas to to Tulsa because uh, they got your mass graves from the Red Summer. Remember, we were talking about that from the Red, from 1919 over there in, in Elaine, Arkansas. You, So I'm a part of some... You know, they, they talk about, like, some people die and things like that. But when you massly kill people, you just still got all that un- unearthed and people are still alive. The last part of them was letting us know, like, yo, tell them that they need to do this. They even got maps. Some of some of the white men before they died from the, you know, the stuff that they did in Elaine, the shit that they did in um, um, Tulsa, they were like, uh, this is a map. This is where this is at. And I bullshit you not. Some of that they 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 drew dead on where some of this shit is at. So let's just quit playing and go 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 dig up more of my people, bro. Cause like we just want to have proper burials. That shit oh, ain't hard. Sure. Absolutely. And, and um, 
And on top of just like the deputization of every psychopath in town that was had light skin. Yeah. They also hired at the time, which was still a new technology, they hired private airplanes to literally bomb out people on the street. They had a shoot to kill order. uh, Order. Yeah. They had people who were setting fires to homes and shooting whoever came out. Yeah, they said anything black and moving. So imagine you just walk with, you see the mob coming, and like, just say your child just got scared and ran out there. Like, they literally were shooting down babies. Like, my daughter can walk. My daughter walked since she was, since she was eight months. So, it's li- I mean, little is that little. Just shoot them. Like, having target yeah. practice with our families. And, yes. and, and, and they and they think I'm okay with all that? Come on, man. How, how inhumane is that, bro? Like, that don't even make no damn sense. Even right, like it just, it just, it just baffles me that all this shit is happening. They're just like, oh yeah. But that's why I'm like, it ain't just that shit. Just it ain't no just oh yeah. That's why having me and you do this, this enlightening us, telling Zion and them what happened. You feel me? Like they are part of this. Some of their ancestors are here, but the world's so confused that they did it like this so that way we wouldn't connect. But they know once we all start connecting, that shit gonna get real. This shit because they need to know that this happened. Like how you all right there, Canada. Like you, a lot of this shit that you didn't know. Um, you knew of, but because you you are, you know, one of my historians on the real, you will dive into it. And with you diving into it, you even enlightened me on some certain things. And that's why I was like, let me just see what my family in Oklahoma is about, right? Then all of a sudden, I'm reaching out to them, they're reaching back. And that was some of the real shit. You inspired me to do that just to see, well, maybe that's something. And then it's just like, wow, bro, you in the thick of that shit, bro. Like, thank you for what? that. <laughs> oh, you know what? It's my pleasure because I think that, you know, knowledge... Knowledge needs to be shared, yeah. and, uh, and and it's the only way we're going to get through this together is if we accept what our past is. For that part. And, and, and I think it's really important to reunite you with your ancestors. All the, the time. The ones that are buried in those unknown pits. Y'all got to see them. Um, my people know. And, and I think that it's important for... for uh, all of Western civilization to look in the mirror and go, how did we end up with these lovely uh, buildings and also slaves? Who built so, Who built the White House? Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, and it's not like I'm, I'm uh, not that I want to distract us from Tulsa, but I don't want to to come across as like I'm pointing fingers always at the south of me, like in the and pointing to the United States, going, look at how bad they are. Nah, but this, but this this the shit that happens. So like, yeah. whenever whenever you speak yes and no, like how I speak, you ain't got no room for gray area. So you should always be confident how whenever we speak it, because the only thing we doing is saying yes, this happened. If we gray area the shit, then now it's gonna be lost for a hundred years. Imagine yeah. imagine the people that's working the the, the uh, I believe ah uh, what network was it? I can't remember what network. Maybe NBC something like that. But the black the, the black woman that's been a reporter for a while, when they started doing this, because they brought it up, and the people there was like, I live in Tulsa and didn't know that this all happened, right? Well, the reporter, she ended up having family member. Her, her, her family, I believe, was the ones either that started the paper. Yeah, I believe they was the ones that did the paper. Or, yeah, I'm pretty sure they did the ones that did something very significant in the community. And she didn't even know. So imagine you're and she's and she's passionate about it. So it's just like 
it's important that we understand what happens because it allows us to, to connect with each other. Like, when I got a message from my cousin, he told me, he like, yo, you know, you were part of um, the long... Uh, the Lost Tribes, you're part of the Lost Five or Seven Tribes, something like that. I can't remember exactly. I'm, don't quote me on exactly, but I know what I'm talking about. He sent it to me. And um, Trail of Tears and something else. And it would make sense because if we if we are over here, he was like in the Carolina, South Carolina, he said. And then we, and then when he made it the Trail of Tears and he says these, these you know, the tribes, I'm like, but how? And then they said, well, upon the mass migration, when they divided up Oklahoma and other territories, that you would have your trail of tears. You had your free African Americans with them. So of course we've been the same. And a lot of us been looking like the same, but it's a lot of mixing in that that is, is even the uh darker because look how dark my daughter is out of me and Tasha. My daughter dark. So my daughter would be out there with me, you feel me? Like she wouldn't be in the house at all. Like like her other daughter would. Period. So on the trail of tears you would have that. So that's where you would have so imagine her essentially being with the white man, my daughter then her, her her children will probably pass as being Caucasian, or they can go the other way. It just depends because how you know how dark she is. So the light and the dark thing, they've done that just to separate, and then they 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 say if you do that, then you conquer and divide, and that's just kind of what they've been doing to our people. And I just want our people to realize that you know we from people that tried everything they could, humanly possible, to make their to the community to make you know life better for us that we are living right now. Like our people die for this shit, bro. Like. If they die for this, the least we can do is live for them. Absolutely. Oh, yes. Absolutely. And and on top, like, after being firebombed, uh, kerosene bombs, kerosene bombs, remember? Yeah. And and they still stayed, though. That's what kills me. I think that is the most heartbreaking thing of all. Because to me, it's not the despair that kills you, it's the hope. And uh, to go back and to go back and just out of that rubble, determined to stay there, mm-hmm. I think is a real testament to the achievement that uh, Tulsa could have oh, produced had it not happened 100 years ago. Exactly. I like, didn't think about oh, that. For sure. So. For sure. That, and, and that's just real schlep. That's just real slap. Yeah, it's really heartbreaking. And, and when you when you talk about uh, you know the um, the people who are working in the fields versus people who are working in the houses, I think for me as a white woman, uh, reading about the breeding uh, areas where they were, you know, because slaves were expensive to buy, so it was a lot easier to, shall we say, raise your own crop. Yeah, um, yeah, just, just yeah. <laughs> To, there was one we were talking about Tula. Yeah, Tula. Me, they showed me, and there was a, I was watching the documentary that came after that movie. Yeah. And showed the outline of the plantation, and it showed like this one, one area where they said that's where the breeding farm was. And I'm like, of what? Like humans. And that yep. really, really stuck the dagger. Well, well, not 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 only that. You got to realize this too about the breeding farms is that if you're on an island, right, and how we talk about resources and things like that, right? Well, they would obviously. Oh, I want this one. You know, pick out who they wanted to buy. But a lot of that was trying to. They were trying to set up genetics, bro. Like they was trying to. Like you, a six foot woman. I'm 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 a shorter male, so they're not gonna really want to breed me and you. 
So they're going to want to breed like people, right? So now they would get you with, you know, like somebody 6'6", 6'5", 300, 350, you know, 280. They would want you to breed with somebody like that. Period. Oh, oh when you say breed, you mean be raped by. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, be raped by. or But but at the same time, though, when I say breed, is because, I mean, shit, they, they did it like this. Like, either you're going to have sex with each other or you're going to die. So it, yeah. it, just, it was kind of more of like, you know, it really was just this is what has to happen. And, um, you know, at the same time, they're being raped by your white master. So it, there are sometimes in breedings where... The breeding, let's just say, it didn't take, right? But, I mean, the the white master is also having sex with her. So, like, the child come out light, right? And so, in the sun, he'll yeah, he, he, he be a little darker. Jefferson and his slave girl? That's what I'm trying to tell you. So, so what happens is, depending on, 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 on the likelihood of the mix, you know, uh, and then being on an island, like I'm saying, that they're going to, they'll keep them there. You feel me? And then some of those, some, some of the lighter ones, they become heirs. So, imagine being an heir. Imagine... You know, being born from a black woman, right? And then now you got to beat that black woman. Like, that's the psychological yep. shit that they don't tell you about. Like, man, that's PSD, all that shit in one. Like, that shit crazy. And inside every one of those big, lovely houses was a white woman that knew that what was going on to her sisters. The whole time. The whole time. And was complicit in that. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think that, uh, you know... Hey, ladies, I think it's time for us to put down the Chablis and look in the mirror. Thank you. Gotta go. Yeah. So, yeah. Real shit. This yeah. ain't, ain't, no so, sugar, ain't, ain't no sugar in this coffee. This shit's straight black, man. So, um, and, and I think, uh, yes, and I think that what makes white women so very dangerous is... Uh, we have the power of the state, and we know it. Even though we don't have a voice in it, we can bring it down. Yeah, I mean, it, it's as simple as a black woman can just say, uh, he raped me. Uh, this happened. Uh, uh, this it, it, To this day, that shit ain't changing, bro. Like, you know, All you have to do is see that woman in New York City. And when I heard her voice change from, yeah, can you get the police over here to, oh my God, there's a black man. I've seen it my whole life. Like, I'm used to that. I, well, I'm not, okay? Oh, okay, okay. It was it was okay. baffling. So, so, of course I know in theory, but I've never seen it in front of... Oh, you never seen it, like, you never seen a video of it necessarily. But, yeah, I've seen it in real life videos, and, yeah, my whole life. Soon as I heard that pitch in her voice, all I could think about is, there it is. That's the pitch in the voice in that elevator in Tulsa on May 31st, 1921 that destroyed an entire culture. Yeah. Because of the power of the white vagina. Yeah. Yeah. Real talk. Real talk. Real talk. Real talk. And then you got to realize, too, the, the, the white one a lot of times, too, like back and forth between, between the slavery time and, and the other time, like a black woman's. You know, like they, they, we built a lot of them built different. Even if they're smaller, they still got, you know, they still built different. You know what I'm saying? That's God's plan walking all the time. So, what happens is, is that they get jealous. You feel me? They get straight jealous. Like, they could be as old as them or as young. It don't matter. They just be jealous, right? Because Peter see that monster booty. He was trying to be calm, but he see that monster booty. Like, he sees some of that in the sundress. He like, shit. <laughs> and her, her little, the wind, she ain't got no booty. So, the wind just make her dress move. 
Well, all that thunder ass make that make her. So yeah, that's what happened. Let's just keep it real. Like I don't sugarcoat shit. For sure. And, and then uh, you know the, what a complicated and horrible relationship. Knowing that your husband is going out raping women, you can hear them being raped. Yep. And then you have to be his wife too. Yeah. And and I just think that that is such a fucked up psychological position to be in. Yeah. And then to also look at black women as like uh like a thoroughbred horse or something and just yeah. gonna go we need to breed them and then have that as an accounting for how you're gonna live a comfortable life so that you can have crinoline and, and big uh you know candelabras and shit. Yeah, very, very, very disrespectful. Very disrespectful to like too when when it come down to like sometimes a white woman be pregnant and and imagine her like let's just say her breast wasn't giving out milk, right? And she, a black woman, you know that 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 was probably bred at the time, maybe. Uh, she she was pregnant too. They wasn't saying nothing when the, when the white when the white babies was 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 eating out the black breast. They wasn't saying shit then though, and that happened all the time, like all the time. All the time, I all the time. Think about like, oh, for one thing, I'm sure a lot of the the sickly white babies definitely benefited from a healthy um, slave breast that, that had a much better immune system than the sickly, too posh to push mother. Right, real shit. It's different. So, it's different. It's different. Everything different because it, it took it took like like when I started understanding. You know, haplogroups groups and what it took us to to get here and why the why the shit I come from is so rare is because if I if I look at myself from lies from me and when me and you started, I literally look like every race and I get it now. Like I couldn't understand before, but I I get it now. So based on that and the migration, so you got to realize, you know, we saw we obviously to me obviously I know, but I say the first people walked the earth, right? So with that being said, you know, by the time this other uh, race and things were like you know, genetically created, right? It's like, you know, we we have such a different um setup because if I have if I have a touch of everything in me and I look like this right now, and I can go to like any part of the country, rather I'm in India, rather I'm in even Korea. Like I I got not like I think five generations deep of grandparents in Korea. I was like, how? Like and my first son is half Korean. So it's just like, you know what? That you know what? Like he's looks so unique. Like all my kids look unique, but when I look at the culture that they're from, the background, it's like, you know, daddy's actually a touch of that, too. And it's just like, it's just funny. So by the time, you know, our children come out, a lot of us, sometimes our kids don't be looking like us. Like, they really don't be looking like us. Like, they look like their mom or something, but then they look like a straight, like an uncle or something. You're like, how the fuck? But it, that lets you know, like, the genetics in us is so unique. And it's just like, people going to always try to, you know, tell, like, oh, you're three-fourths of a person. They are three, two-fifths or whatever the fuck they say. Point is, though, is that none of that ever made sense and it'll never register to me because I know I'm Asian, so I ain't worried about it. So once we understand that we are, you know, superior to whatever the, the process that they've been trying to make us listen to, like, that process don't mean shit to us because when you make something, how the fuck I make something someone gonna tell me how it's made? Sorry, say that again? <laughs> how the fuck can I make something and then now that something gonna tell me how it's made? Yeah. Can't do that shit. You can't do that. Alright, what up though? Yeah. Me and Lord just talking that talking that talk, you know. I love it. I love well, it. It has to be done. It has to be done. Yeah. Because history cannot 
implemented in school and needs to be taught on your family's knee. You need somebody Real who's going to be able to talk to you about history, about your past, about your family's past, what your family got up to. Yeah. And it was not necessarily a pleasant family history, like I found out. Man. It's still, it's still, it's still your past, and uh, owning up to it is is an act of courage, and it's also such a relief because, like, yeah. I don't have to be burdened by that shit because I own it. I know. You know, it's crazy. Throughout life, I would always have my like, like, white friends that that love me, man. They'd be like, "Dude, I love you, man," and I'd be like, "I know you love me," and he'd be like, "No, I love you because I feel like shit for what my, you know." Great grandfathers and all them all didn't shit like that. And I was like, bro, you ain't them though. What I'm gonna need from you though is to be a grown ass man and take care of shit like you supposed to. Like I'm gonna need you to do the right thing for now on. Like I'm gonna need you to enlighten your people on what happened, rather than when you see us stop locking your damn doors instantly. Give us a chance to speak, like say hi or some shit first before you judge us. Like I'm gonna need you to do that part different though. And they just look at me like, wow. you that that's that's right like i never thought of it like that and it's just like i know because they because they be missing that love gene like they, like they love people like a dog and that's not wrong but sometimes they even love their own wives like a dog and you'd be like why you talk to her like that bro like that woman take care of a lot of shit oh man she better damn like why because i said so i'm like and then I don't even hang with him again after that. Because, I, bro, I, I'm raised from a single mother. And, like, I heard a man talk to my mother like that before. And I was like, when I get bigger, I'm going to beat your ass. So, you know, I don't, I don't even joke with that. I don't even joke with that. So, you know, when you when we talk about this history, when we talk about what happened in Tulsa, and I know my family's a part of it. And I know that they had the mobs and all this shit happen. And it's just like, after all the shit burned down, and they go to the banks and tell them, you know, uh... This is my earnings in the bank, but you know everything. They're like, "Well, where's your paperwork?" They said, "Yeah, paperwork." Y'all just kerosene bomb kept lighting up, lighting up every curtain in all of our houses. Y'all burned our paperwork to the fucking floor. Yes, and, and that's another thing. The uh, the restitutions were absolutely non-existent because they kept saying, "Oh, we lost the paperwork." That part. And then when you completely annihilated all of the families, then it's awfully convenient for insurance uh, companies not to have to pay out anything because, like, are you sure? Why don't you show us our birth certificate? Well, you burned my house down. Yeah. It's all ashes now. And these and these are the same people that, that was, you know, that, that never bothered you any time before, had a good working relationship with, everything was fine. But because of that jealousy... And that envy to the black man is just the way that we carry ourselves and how hard we work. We work harder than you. You know what I'm saying? Like, none of this shit given to us, even right now. Like, we, we a lot of us be in positions and being locked up. Like, if you go to YouTube right now, you can just type in body camera. And they be like, well, the man was grabbing for my taser, so I shot him. And I killed him in front of his kids. Like, damn, bro. Like, that shit is like, that sounds so sickening, right? But they still just doing this. They showed up in like eight unmarked cars and the shit that happened in uh, uh, Wisconsin recently type shit. Uh, Minnesota, I meant. Um, and, and they showed up like six unmarked cars surrounded the car. And they was like, uh, the black man did. You think? Six unmarked cars? Like, he don't know what's going on. So, who shot him? Oh, I don't know. So, all they got to keep saying is they don't know. 
but unmarked cars. And by the way, three different agencies of, of, of whoever they are, and none of them had a body cam that worked. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right, and bro. The thing with Tulsa is Tulsa still remains the yep. only continental part of the United States uh, that has been bombed from the air. Bombed. Uh, I'm not just. Uh, I'm not just, only do you want to shoot them, you wanted to bomb them. You bombed them from above as they were fleeing the fires that you started. And then I, and then I had family as well. As that happened, um, he's trying to find his family on there. Our fam, more of our family, because when they after they were running, you know, getting away, trying to survive and get out, they changed their name, and I was like, why would you change your name? Think about it. They have your documents. Oh. You don't have no more of your documents, but they have your documents. So they were still hunted after this. Survivors were still hunted because yeah. they wanted to be covered up that bad. They figured if they bombed, created the mob and all that, you would still stop it, right? But imagine that. Having to change your name, right? Because now they want So that's where like a lot of our trees and shit break up. But if we can put together time frames, that's what I tell people. Like, that's why it's imperative that we have our talks because I've had met so much more family since me and you've been doing this than I ever thought of, I'd have thought of, you know what I mean? So, like, you don't have to be on TV to be, you know, uh, fully functional and meeting your family and learning history because his story so far of all the history we've covered has been my story so far. And I'm, and I'm grateful to be a part of all this from even, if, you know, it's just it's just imperative that we do this because school and other people are not going to tell you how the fuck I talk because I tell you like it is, especially because like I, I have met people in my mass grave still ain't been buried properly. So that's why I'm with this shit. I want all the smoke when it comes to this. You know what I mean? This ain't got shit to do with nothing else. But the reason why I need my Mary Jane when I'm talking about it because Mary get me through these times because this shit is gut rich. Imagine holding this in your whole life and learning more. But to share with y'all and to share with the ones that listen and that want to be a part of the change, that's how you go forward. So that's why I always commend you, Laura. Oh, I'm so glad I met you too. And I also would like to reiterate to the the white families in Tulsa to, you know, you've got to face up to what your grandparents and great-grandparents got up to. Yeah, I'm going to need y'all to get back some of that bread and shit. We're all going to get through this together. And you took away generational wealth. Like, it's, it's one thing to do some things, but generational wealth and, and thousands of us, and, and including the indigenous that was, like we said, that's already been there 10,000 years. Like, yes. like, 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 and then, but we've been here too at the same time. So we always have been with each other. Like, so you just was like, okay, we could push these group of people more and more. Then once they get settled down there, nope, they got too much power. So that's why your Congress is always going to be filled with number of white people rather than people that look like me. Like it is what it, like, and it's just like how the fuck, and everything has this old, uh, uh, damn George Washington feel to it, and it's just like, you know that that shit got to change. He had slave teeth in his mouth, not wooden teeth. He had slave teeth in his mouth. Like, come on, man. Yes, that shit ain't uh, right. The color of your skin does not determine your humanity. Um, uh, and uh, inhuman things happen when when people don't uh, when good people don't do it. When they don't stand up to it, yeah. and, and that's when that's when bombings happen. Because you know nobody 
said that, oh, I'm going to make you a deputy, and no white man said no. That's exactly. fucking crazy. That's the point. Hanging them uh, all kinds of shit right I, in front of their kids and shit. <laughs> Doing yeah, shit in front of their kids. Black babies. Like, I just don't get that mentality. How are you so insecure in your life that the greatest achievement you're going to do is to bomb your neighbor's house and shoot their babies? Yeah. Yeah. Why? The baby. And f- shooting them fleeing, though. Like, they just, they, you said leave, so they leave. But they're going to have target practice on the way out. That shit's sad. And bomb them from the air. And yeah, bomb them. And not only bomb them, but you bomb them with kerosene so that way when it hits, you want it to really light and burn. You were intending to burn it all down. And you did. You did. Yes. They had the movie theater. No, it came to me. They they had they had the movie theater. They had the movie they theater. They had a thriving art scene. The, the anchor, the anchor though, the she had the movie out. theater, though. She was connected DNA with the movie really? theater. That was the connection. Wow. The, that was the th- that was the thing, and it did come back, but it wasn't what it was, obviously. But like you said, for some people that still stay there, she was one of the ones that stayed there. Wow, well, you've got to get your cousin on here. I would love. To yeah, I'm gonna talk get my OG on here. I'm gonna get my OG on here. I'm gonna have yeah. to. I got him. I'm gonna have to. You know what? Uh, in our, her name deserves to be part of a record. You know, something that. You, you can show your babies and go, look, look at how young. And, uh, That's where I get it from. I'm from royalty. They got me fucked up. See, they try to make you feel like you ain't, you ain't um, nothing all the time. Like, even when, you in a, even when you live in a white town, you black, they gonna make you feel black. You know? But at the same time, though, if you really look at us, it's not exactly black. That's just what they Western society categorize that. Like, all of us is brown. Like, we really is brown. Like, like... And then, like, now now we can get darker when you get closer to the equator like anything would. But if you take that person and you put us in Europe for a year straight, they could be light as me. Period. So it's just sure. like, you know, when you when you switch natural, switch shit around, it's just like, wow. And the way that, you know, my, the people that look like me are, are able to survive anywhere in the world. And then they just shout out my people in Australia. I love y'all, man. My people out there. My Bridges out there, man, in Australia. They some of the strongest, most beautiful people ever. Like, for real. Like, we're everywhere, bro. Like, as we should be because we already been set up. That's why we walked along this earth and shit before everybody else did. Nobody else has, you know, the migration or what they could call a migration uh, that was worldly like we did. Period. So. I've got a great documentary for you to watch then. I'm going to flip that to you. Bring it. Uh, uh, about uh, the human migration to australia very interesting very hey interesting. i'm trying to tell you uh that that's underrated that's underrated uh, that's so underrated because you got to realize from now now with that being said that it says in my uh you know on my dna Austronesian. i'm like what is that they're like what do you mean i was like i don't understand they're like you are us I, like all the way us like you are the umbrella for essentially tonga samoa oh like you have and I was like, well, damn, that makes sense for the strength. Because, like, I'm not a big person. But I was always strong as the people that weighed a lot. And I was like, I got to have some damn Samoan and some shit in me. Because this shit, like, it wasn't making no damn. And I do. Like, I have it in my Australian. But, like, the people over there are so beautiful. They're like me, obviously. But then imagine having, like, blonde hair and blue eyes even. Like, But you have that same thing also in the middle of Africa and also in the west part of Africa. Like, so we literally can be anywhere, not be around each other and still look like each other all the time. But that, but that's what God looked like. Yes. God is. You know, 
Oh, shoot. Uh, you always find your way home. Yeah. You, know? you yeah. always do. That's why it's important we do this because just under here right now, we don't have people from, you know, the, the Europe and, and um, um, the south of Brazil. And we don't have all those type of people just stop through right now from when we're talking. So the more we, we enlighten people, the better it's going to be for us because you never know what our talks can do and how much we've already covered and who might need us to come talk to them and who might need us to just because of the, the straight facts. And I'm always going to talk like me. But I mean, obviously, I don't have to cuss all the time. But I like to cuss because that shit comes out better. <laughs> well, you know, talking is is the. And who the fuck said that was wrong? Like, you could talk. That's just language. Talk your shit. Oh, absolutely. And, and I also think you know to to uh, really make it to the point where white people do not need to burden people of color Mm-mm. with like explaining racism to them. Got me fucked up. Yeah, good point, Lord, because they've been trying to do that to me lately. It was like, if I was to tell it, I was like, who the fuck is you talking to? Like, there's no way. It was me and my man powering my skin in the room. And and, and she was like, I can tell. Me and my dog was like, you can't see the problem. That's been your problem this entire time in life. You cannot tell the, the story through these lenses. You can't you can't tell the story. You like exactly. But that lets you know that that's that superior thinking. That's that, you know. But I ain't surprised because that person is from like that areas the areas that we are that we've covered in the last two weeks. So I'm not surprised that they actually think like that. Still, you understand? Because they're allowed to. Okay. That's because, my point. And that's my point. Amnesia that uh, a lot of white. Uh, people in North America have is that you know oh we did everything's great uh, you know everything um, you know fine because it doesn't happen to me so therefore it doesn't exist and, and that drives me bananas especially after what has just happened here in Toronto well not Toronto in London in Ontario that part where um, a white guy plows into a Muslim family and kills them, and uh, why? Why? Because they're Muslim. And, and why he felt the need to get into his car and run over people is beyond me. But at the same time, dear white people, hey, why do you think that you're entitled to get into a car and run over brown people? Just a question. That's that, that's that deputy handout shit, because you know what? All they're going to get is manslaughter, not even attempted murder. That's why. Uh, no, he's uh, he's being charged with first-degree murder and terrorism. Yeah, they're going to knock it down, though, Laura. See, this is one thing about the United States. Or, is oh, it, what? no, it happened, it happened in Canada. We'll see. We'll see. It don't matter. It don't matter where the fuck it happened, though. Hey, watch. watch. Mark my words, though. Because we get life. Anything that's threatening to the white person life, we get life. Like, life, bruh. Like, I done oh. seen some of the craziest shit happen around me. From, like, even, like, high school coaches messing with these little girls and getting probation. And then I see, a, like, a black man with the same type of situation, maybe, right? This nigga, he gonna do fi- 10 to 15 years. Like, oh, yeah. damn, hold up. They did the same shit. And the one that the black man messed with, she was even of age. Well, this one right here is, like, 16, like... 15, 15, I think, yeah, it was like 15, and he, oh, he's gonna be on probation, he did a bad thing, excuse me, I'm, I'm trying to understand what the fuck we talking about, because they just did committed the same crime, except one of them was of age, 
but they was like a guard at a, a, a security guard or whatever at an at a institution type thing, right? But for them to commit the same crime and the one was 15 and he's a teacher, coach, and all he got was this, that, that's crazy. That is Same nuts. thing happened in New Zealand, guys. Bow. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? I got family in New Zealand. Like, how the hell? That tells you Australia right there. Like, I was like, you know what? I'm literally God's plan, bruh. That's what's up. That's why the shit tried. That's why I'm a whole chief. You know how many chiefs that I'm a part of? Like, I am honored, bruh. Like, to be me. Like, people don't don't come for me, bruh. Like, talk to anybody else you might know because I know exactly who I am. I know the royalty. I know my ancestors. I'm even learning more about my Caucasian ancestors, which has been cool because some of these... Some of them ain't, ain't even play a role in that. So, like, we ain't never talking about just all white people either. Like, don't even think that because some Caucasian folks, be they be the ones that did, you know, the Underground Railroad helping us out. And the ones that actually had relationships with, like, there's a lot of white women that had relationships with slaves. That's why they didn't care that some of the white dudes, they'd be like, okay, Johnny, go, are you going to be gone for a month? You going to be gone for a year? Oh, okay, okay. Man, listen, she out there, out there, out there, let, out, out there, let my man tear that up. Shit. She know what it is. That's why my Johnny come home and shit ain't the same. That's what happens. So it's a lot of shit that be happening that they don't talk about that really did happen. But shout out, shout out, shout out our, our, our my, my good white folk, man. We love the shit out, y'all. All across the world. Well, what Damn, is that cloud, that, dog. Uh, uh, Mr. Rogers said, always look for the helpers. Because there's always going to be helpers around. Good. You know, and... Shit, um, I'm even European. Uh, shit. Yes, indeed. And, and and I want to, you know, be the right ally and the right person yeah. at, at the right time. Yes. So, and, and I think that that's important for my own mental health, too. And the reason why you're an ally is because you already done changed your narrative. Think about, you know, your background, right? Your background would have nothing to do with this this, this foreground that you that you live in now, right? This fast forward into now. They wouldn't, they wouldn't, but guess what? You are who you are and you stand on your own, Right. And that's why me and you were able to do this. And that's why it's great because my kids see us, they see you, they're like, oh, no, that daddy. They're like, Tribe. <laughs> they, they just know us as that. And that's what they need to know. So it's imperative that we keep building the way we're building because the younger generations coming up now, you can see it in them like they don't even understand this. And that's not what they're supposed to. They're supposed to see people as people. That's, a, that's our greatest hope. There you go. And- and the only way we're going to do that is looking our past in the Gotta mirror. Gotta keep working on that shit. And, and work on it. Yeah. Nobody's perfect, but the best part is work in progress. It means that you're on the right path. Wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly. Well, Laura, I am proud of you. You already know that they're going to cut our shit off. You already know they be sniping my shit. But I'm ready for the ass today because guess what? We got this thing podcasted at the same damn time.